James, what's the program that I need to use to record this thing? Sound Studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is like asymmetric, James. Hello. It's like Harry's in one ear, Camel's in the other. Oh, sweet. Welcome to the Fang Around Show. I'm James. I'm joined by, across the table, I'm Fred. And remotely, from the wild wonders of the other side of Perth, Campbell. And from an insanely more distant location, from the wonders of Scotland, Harry. And back in time. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, this is a really weird podcast. Now we've got, thankfully, only two time zones now. Um, if we were doing this a couple of weeks ago, we'd have had three. Is that a world record for most time zones? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you... Um, yeah. So, what have you guys been consuming, Fred? I have consumed a lot of Minecraft recently. It's pretty cool. Oh, oh you've gotten gone. into it. I've gotten into it. Pretty. The computer version or oh, Xbox? just the Xbox version. <laughs> okay. It's pretty good. Did you survive your first night? Ah, oh, it was terrifying and no... I built. A, I, oh. I spawned. Sad. Is Harry still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, I'll carry on my fascinating Minecraft tale. What happened? I spawned. I spawned and I went up and I saw a little nice little bay and I thought oh, I'll build a little house because I'd already done the tutorial. And then night time came and it all went to shit and I died a few times and just ended up burying myself in the bedrock for like the rest of the night. Do you starve? No, you Can don't starve. You no, you just pop out during the day. Do you have a girlfriend? Just for the listeners back at home. <laughs> in the game or in real life? In the game or in real life? Night. No, I mean Minecraft. virtual night, Harry. Oh, virtual night, right. The night the night in Minecraft, not all night. Now, I like to I like to think Fred spent all real night <laughs> Just in real time with his in real time in the bedroom. <laughs> Can you play Minecraft in real time? Like play it. Yeah, can you set the server to run at real time? So it's, oh, that would just be boring. There's a bed. So what happens at night? Why do you, why do you have... All the monsters come out at night and it's terrifying because you're not very good at attacking oh. them. Um, yeah. It's really interesting, though. Just the, we should just set the, up a fanging around server so our South Korean fans can join us. Just the landscape's pretty amazing. Just the randomly generated terrain. It's just like a world. It's a world. I got really lost. Fred. Don't you build the terrain? Isn't that the idea, that you build the world? Uh, it kind of, like, randomly generates these world, worlds of, like, different kind of biomes where some of it's a bit snowy and there's really hilly bits and just tr- forests and stuff. And then you just dig down and mine stuff. That's about it, really. Sounds enthralling. Well... What was the coolest thing you mined? Did you find some copper? Oh, you just dig down and then you come across these huge cave systems and it's dark and you wander around and there's skeletons there and you're trying to kill the skeletons and mine the ore and... It's just cool. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm way behind the times. Minecraft is huge um, like two years ago. They recently hit their seventh, seven millionth purchase, I think. Really? Well, yeah. I think they deserve it. It's a good little game. That's pretty good. Like, isn't Call of Duty sold 14 million copies or something? Yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I hate those games now. Um, you don't play online, man. You don't get online. <sighs> you fucking poof, dude. You fucking shit me, cat, man. That's what you get online. That's a down pat impression. Yeah, that's really what it's like. 
and then it turns 9.30 in the eastern states and they all have to go to bed and no one's left to play. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I watched The Dark Knight Rises. That's about all the major uh, major consuming I've been doing. Well, we can't... We can, I don't think we're allowed to talk about that. Who hasn't seen it? Me. Uh, oh, Campbell. Don't bother, it's not very good. (laughs) (laughs) Worse than the Avengers? Um, Harry loved the Avengers. Yeah, no, I think so. I had pretty low expectations going into the Avengers. But I had high expectations because Batman's usually pretty good, but this one was just boring. What do you mean Batman's usually pretty good? They're all terrible. What? Oh, you haven't even seen The Dark Knight. Yeah, I saw The Dark... I saw the second and third. You have yeah, well, the, the first, first one's one. the best, fool. Fred, you're terrible. Uh, whatever. You wouldn't have understand anything that was happening if you hadn't seen the first one. Ah, uh, the third one was confusing without the first one. <laughs> but the second one doesn't matter. <laughs> right, but they were, a lot of the stuff I'm dealing with was stuff that happened in the uh, once. You wouldn't have understood whatever. that anyway. It doesn't matter. It's just Batman doing stuff. Except <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't doing any of the cool Batman stuff. That's the thing. He didn't pick up any ladies. He didn't drive any fast cars. It was just boring. Oh, there was no Bruce Wayne stuff, you mean? Oh, yeah. there yeah. was some cool you, you Bruce watch, Wayne stuff. You watch Batman but he for ran Bruce out of, Wayne. Well, spoiler alert, he ran out of money, so... Oh, thanks. Great. Yeah, but even... I like, might as well not see what, it. What's the... Yeah. Yeah, well, what's the point going... What's the point making a Batman movie when Bruce Wayne doesn't have any money? What a load of shit story, like... Mechanism, like, that's just boring. The whole thing about Batman is... Well, we had money in the first do. two, so now you've got to see the arc. Yeah, but it didn't affect his ability to be Batman... It'd affect his ability to be Bruce Wayne and awesome, though. Mm. Yeah, but you shouldn't be watching Batman for Bruce... You want to see some, like, Batman 4, just Bruce Wayne and... Spoiler alert. Hanging oh. out. <laughs> I'm taking my headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Fred, anything else? You can no, that's about it. I'm going to move on. What are we moving on to? Uh, Harry, what are you Harry. consuming? You're in Scotland. I'm I don't think we've speak- spoken Scotland. to you since you moved to Scotland. I've been consuming... Tell the listeners what you're up to. Like. Why Why are we on Skype? Sorry? Tell the listeners what you're up to. Why have you moved to Scotland? Um, just doing cool stuff here in Scotland, and um, that's about it. Hmm. What's the best food what you you've consumed, Harry? The best food? Well, we had a haggis last night. It was, it was good? delicious. Was that oh, your yeah. first haggis? That, that was our first haggis this trip. Did you what? Did you buy it or did you make it? Oh Have you no, finished talking it. about Batman? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. We're talking about Scotland. All right. Asking what Harry's consumed in Scotland. You don't make a haggis, James. You catch one. <laughs> I know. But, I mean, did you cook it yourself or did you go to a restaurant? Uh, we purchased it already prepared from the store and cooked it ourselves. Did you boil it for an hour and a half? No, I baked it in the oven for an hour. Whoa. Or a bit less. Baked haggis? Yeah. Yeah, roast haggis. It's delicious. Cool. What's the weather like? Um, I can find that out before well, Harry. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Fred, tell me what the weather's like. No. It's been a little bit of raining today. It's been... No, I mean, I'm not week. a weather report. Like, what... Like, is it cold there? About 18 summer? degrees. Is it cold there? <laughs> yeah. A warm day is 20 degrees, and we've had about two of those in two weeks, so... So, you're in the middle of summer, but it's not that warm. 
Yeah. What time? We're getting what? more rain than you guys are. What time? Your, your hot August nights aren't that hot. What time well, does it, it get dark? Get cold at night. The difference between day and night is only about five degrees. Okay. So it's like twenty degrees during the day, fifteen at night. Oh, okay. So it's, it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. But you just have to wear a jacket everywhere you go because it's cold. So where are you in? Where in Scotland are you? Edinburgh. In the in the suburbs or central or? Ah, oh, we're pretty central. We're kind of ten minutes out of town. Do you have West a car? End. Do you have a car? Sorry? Do you have a car? No. No one has this car in Edinburgh, James. You have cabs? Oh, no, you just walk everywhere. We're we're 10 minute walk out of the centre of town, so to get to the other side of town, it's a 20 minute walk. What about bicycles? Um, Our flat's flat's a bit too small to fit a bicycle in. That's the only thing. Oh, okay. It'd kind of have to sit next to the bed or something. Or in the spare room. I went yeah, to. Yeah, we don't have we don't have like a communal area downstairs. Like you can lock it up in the stairwell or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So you're stuck. Well, yeah, we do, walking. but there's already one bike that's permanently like locked there and doesn't look like it's been moved in centuries. Hmm. So there's no room for another one. I'd like to get a bike. A bike would be perfect. What's your Scotland highlight so far? Can you understand what anyone's saying? I can only hear you. Is anyone else speaking? No, the Scottish, Harry. (laughs) Harry, on mic, Fred. The Scottish. Scottish. Can you understand what the Scottish is saying? Do you need subtitles? Um, Yeah, usually. Well, it's not... We're in Edinburgh and it's like festival time, so half the population is kind of not Scottish. Hmm. There are a lot of foreigners in town. Blowings. Are there many Eurasians in Scotland? Um, there's a lot of Asians. How do you know if they're Eurasian? Got a a mix going on. Oh, like Asian looking with a Scottish accent? Yeah. Is that what you're after? (laughs) I love a Scottish accent. (laughs) I would like to see it. (laughs) Scottish Asian mix. Um, <laughs> that would be yeah, I haven't seen any. No. There's a few Asians in town because they go to university here. But our university hasn't started yet. It's like summer holidays, so... <laughs> so I expect a consumption, not just like ethno-reporting <laughs> from around the world. I've got some big race subjects to talk about. No! <laughs> Wait, you no, say race James. or rape? <laughs> or if you combine the two, Fred, you're out. you're getting carded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fine. <laughs> I accept my card. So, Haggis, that big highlight from Scotland? Um, yeah, Haggis is delicious. Um, it's just fun. Walking around, seeing stuff, old buildings. We went to the tattoo, the military tattoo. Oh, was it good? I've always wanted to go to that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Some wicked drummers, all yeah. synchronised drumming and like gun twirling and stuff it's cool bagpipes what have you been consuming oh you've been going Campbell um I've been listening to other than the Olympics oh other than the Olympics nothing man (laughs) yeah I've just I've just been I've gotten the Olympic bug and I've just been glued to the television oh no 
Um, no. I... What have I been consuming? I guess I've been listening to um, uh, a lot of Lauren Hill. Who did the Miseducation of Lauren Hill, that album. Do you remember that? She was in the Fugees as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I just listened to that album a lot. She's on um, sis- Sister Act 2. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, Fred's bang on. Sister Act 2. Um, yeah, just really enjoying it. Loving it. And, um, and um, you know, sort of, you know, familiar with that album in the past and familiar with the Fugees. And then I was like, well, you know, whatever happened to Lauren Hill? I was like, she was going gold. And that album, I think, was nominated for 10 Grammys. Yeah, and she I remember. won five. It was like a record. She, like, Fuji's were already big, and then she did this breakthrough, a breakout album, and, like, broke down all these barriers between, like, hip-hop and R&B and soul and white audiences and black audiences and young and old, and everyone was loving it. And then she just, like, disappeared, and she's she hasn't recorded anything since. Is she dead? Like, any albums? No. I think she found religion, didn't she? Yeah, she became, like, super religious. She's got, like, six kids, um, and she's, I think it all really fucked her up. Like, all the fame and the industry as well. Like, she couldn't negotiate within that industry Hmm. after that. And, yeah, it's such a shame. I was just thinking, like... Because she... You know, it's really interesting listening to... You know, obviously, we all grew up in Perth, in Western Australia. And, um, well, you know, Fred grew up in Tasmania a bit as well. But, you know, through listening to a lot of hip-hop, which, you know, we have, you're really familiar with this sort of, um, you know, the narrative and the streetscape of... (laughs) those places you know like mm. you know there, there's all this idea of the ghetto and growing up and single mothers and um you know drug dealing and all of that sort of thing you're really familiar with these tropes but i mean this lauren hill album's incredible because it's it's all she's talking about sort of like all the same stuff that like notorious big is talking about but from sort of like an, a more of an r&b female perspective feminist perspective yeah that's right so it's all the same stories just but Campbell's just from the flip corner. side i guess the, to the side that you normally hear and it's sort of like where you know where's that voice now because lauren hill like that album was amazing that was her first album to do it by mm. herself like if she'd have kept on making stuff wow yeah because i remember that was probably like right when in the middle of high school when that album came out i remember everyone was like oh she's gonna be the, the next big thing you know she was yeah. Beyonce before Beyonce was around. I don't think she was Beyonce. I think she was better than Beyonce. Fred doesn't agree. I don't think she's like Beyonce. Different. What do you mean? Different. Not one's as cool. pop, one's not. Hmm. I don't know how deep Beyonce gets. So you don't like Beyonce? No, I like Beyonce. You don't like Lauren Hill? I like them both. I just don't think they're the same. <laughs> I'm not saying they're the same. I'm just saying that was the kind of, like, hype around her was, like, oh, hype the same when Beyonce yeah. went, you know, left Destiny Child to go on own. There was so much hype around that. And when Lauren Hill left the Fugees, it was like, oh, my God. Anyway, awesome album. Totally revisit it, guys. Because it's amazing. Maybe I will. What's the headline? Are we moving on? Well, I was going to say, you know, I was going to talk about the Olympics. It's the Olympics special. Is it? It just finished. Did you check the show notes, Fred? I'm looking at the show notes. It just says the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a category underneath. Oh, okay. Yeah. But How I was going to go. More explanation. I wanted to bring this up just so we can go back to Harry because Harry's in the home of Team GB. Oh, go Team GB. Really? It's, it's not. Been a, it's been an amazing campaign. The boys and girls have done us proud. 
You've already turned, Harry. I really have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't forget well, your roots. I'm not going to support the bloody Australians, am I? They're useless. What passport did you use to get in the country? UK passport. Oh, true. Ooh. I'm going to write to yeah. Gillard to not let you back in after that. <laughs> She'll send you to Nauru. When you yeah, off to Nauru with your ass. Now, the opening... We'll go back to start the opening ceremony. Anyone well, wait, for up? those who don't know, what's the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> the Olympics are... The Summer oh. Olympics are an event that no, happen every up, four shut years. Up, shut <laughs> know what the Olympics are. One of the biggest sporting events in the world. They're definitely the biggest multi-sport Olympi- uh, event in the world, I think. And um, so everyone competes. There's selected sports across a wide range of disciplines and there's male and female competitions and everyone competes for a set of medals and medals are given to the first th- three, the top three competitors or teams. Hmm. With a gold medal being the highest, then a silver and a third place gets a bronze. So, did anyone watch the opening ceremony? No. No. Uh, I did. It's wicked. Yeah, well, it was was done by Scott. Scott who? Of course. Danny Boyle, the filmmaker. He he ran the show. Everything in England that's good was done by a Scott. Yeah. (laughs) It's a bit like everything good in Australia was done by a New Zealander. Yeah, is that a similar relationship? Um... Isn't there significantly more hatred between the Scot and the English? Uh, I don't know. I'll get back to you once I've feel, sort of... Um, feel, put out the feelers. Absorb the vibe. See how much hatred yeah, there is. Yeah, put out the feelers. Yeah. Do an ethnographic investigation. Yep. So that's two. Maybe I'll take it to the streets on Audio Boo. Yeah. Well, having said that, you he's see, actually got... born in Radcliffe. Is Radcliffe? That's in England, so maybe he's not even Scottish. That's where the guy who played Harry Potter was born. <laughs> Good one, Fred. Hey. He has was raised in a working-class Irish Catholic environment by his English father and Irish mother. So, yeah, I was wrong about that. Sorry. So, is he Irish? He just obviously worked with a lot of Scottish actors. I assumed he was part of that. Oh, crew. Um, did just... Oh, right. Anyway, so, I, the, the, I did watch some of the Olympics and the... Um, he got Underworld to do the... The music for the, you know, the, the score for the, the thing. And it is just the most epic piece of music you'll ever hear. Um, and I, I should have put money on it because I was like, you know, I bet you they're going to put a mountain in the middle of the, the thing because, you know, the Greeks put a lake and um, Australians try to put a coral sea. Are we being a bit too racy, are we, friend? Don't know. Censorship. Should have put money on it. Oh! Should have put money on it. We cut. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey have been usurped. We have to start talking about S&M. Oh, so Fifty Shades <laughs> is okay, but our talk isn't. Yep. So we've been told what to I mean? tone it down while she's out there toning it up. Yeah. Hypocrisy. Anyway, I definitely recommend checking out the Isles of Wonder and just get the under- the main Underworld track. Um, you have to buy the whole album, I know, if you buy it digitally, which is annoying, but um, it is totally epic, the uh, score that they did for it, and put it up loud and play it. Um... And they have Kenneth Branagh, he was in it, and Mr. Bean. Did you see that? No. No. Okay. What are your top three Olympic hotties? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any three, by the way. Well, I, I put this in the show notes. You probably didn't read it. I was like, what, what's, your, no, what's th- your three that are from the Olympics? I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Have you, any of you been watching any of the Olympics? I watched bits of it, but I, I didn't see any hotties. I saw two rhythmic gymnastic routines. Oh, all right. Yep. 
went for the, the arts category to win the proud at the Olympics I watched I was blown away by what I did see though yeah the rhythmic gymnastics is insane and so was the synchronised swimming man they, the oh, best thing they've ever invented is the under they have a split screen camera that half is underwater half is above you mean a camera halfway in the water yeah <laughs> they um, so you can see them and they do these jumps in the team event they they have these jumps where everyone swims you know seven of them all swim under uh, no sorry maybe six of them all swim under then one person uh, is upside down with her feet up and she uses her feet as like an escalator uh, or like a projectile which another the, the eighth person stands on top of her feet and gets pushed up as there six of them swim up pushing her up and then she pushes her feet and flips the girl out of the water did you guys see that it was insane no I'll have to find a link to a video I'm sure at the Olympic the Olympic Committee's censored YouTube so you won't be able to see anything that will we missed the Australian synchronised swimming championships there at Challenge Stadium it right. was in March and the, the girls the girls team did theirs to ACDC really yeah I got a problem with their makeup. <laughs> It's too much. It's way too much. They really need some better technology, something they can put on their nose so they don't have to wear those weird badges that make them look like scary dolls. That's a good point. That's what they should can really... Can get some, like, gel which you stick up your nose? Yeah. Like, you know, I don't think anybody's done any I hope, Fred, wrong. scientists, get this stuff done. Yep, I'll call up science. <laughs> Just suggest it. <laughs> yeah. Scientists at UWA, why aren't we working on this? Next PhD. Hmm. Yep. So, you, do you guys have any hotties to... Um, I, well, I didn't watch anything, really, so... Oh, I heard lots of I hotties heard in the some Rhythmic Virgin Sprinter that everyone's gotten hot under the collar for. What's she called? I, I don't know. Virgin Sprinter? Oh, Lolo Jones. I don't know. Yeah, she's a virgin, and uh, she's she's kind of exotic. How do she, they know I, that I she's a I put her up virgin? as a runner-up. Oh, no, she talks about it. I think she's Christian and all that. And guys just don't know how to deal with it. So she just stayed a virgin. <laughs> That's... You're saying it wasn't James. her choice. She couldn't find anyone to bang. Mm. I find that difficult to believe. Um, so I, I thought I'd get a mix, you know. Um, I thought, you know, you have to have some of the local flavour. So, uh, uh, is a bit of shout out to Jessica Ennis. Did you see this? This is uh, G- oh, Team Jessica G's, team oh, GB's uh, Kathy Freeman. Um, Wonder Woman. The Wonder Woman. Um, so, yeah. she is uh, in my top three Olympic hotties for 2012. Then I feel like I have to put an Australian in there to represent the I don't think you stereotypical blonde you don't Aussie to, girl. So I'm, I'm yeah, nominating. Like this is some like yeah, it's like a I've, meal, three course meal that you select. That. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so Casey Easton, hockey player for the Hockey Roos, um, and I feel like you have to have a token East European basketballer. Um, and I picked out Antonia Mizura, um, who I think she's from Croatia. I'm not even sure, but yeah, good three mix. Um, you happy with that? Yep. Three bean mix. So no, no one from Eurasia. Bit offensive. Well, I think Jessica Ennis looks a bit Eurasian. 
She's got that that look going. You didn't go for any. Okay. Well, it was, it's tight. There's only three places. There were so many Olympic hotties. It's just pentathlon gold. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, the pentathlon, right? No, not pentathlon. Is that the five one? Pentathlon. She's this Lithuanian chick. Now that yeah. ten, I think. No, it's five. Decathlon. Five. Yeah, the pentathlon is basically the um, you know event that they put in for soldiers. So it's like shooting, riding horses, swimming, all this stuff that you know soldiers need cool. to survive. And she won. Um, That's a sport I can get behind. Yeah. Well, they keep um, wanting to cut it because they. No. Is there? You know the javelin throwing, right? Hmm. Is that just a distance event, or is there a targeted event too? No, it's just distance. Just distance. Oh, yeah. but why? Why don't they throw in targeting as well? Yeah, that would be cool. Because I think... You have to throw it through the Olympic ring. Back when they used to javelin each other, it was just, you know, a line of a thousand people facing a line of another thousand people. <laughs> so if you could throw it further, you're all good. Hmm. Yeah, but, but now we don't actually, like... Javelin people. <laughs> throw them at each other. Yeah, so then why yeah. would you need to target? As a Someone challenge? did get hit once. I, I suggest three events for the javelin. One distance, mm-hmm. one like a bullseye, and then one like clay pigeons. <laughs> Just see if they can do it. If you if you build it, they will come. Don't tell I'd me they can't it. do it. They can do it. What 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 sports do you feel should be added? Me? To the Olympics, yeah. I what do you think? D- no, Look, I just said I just suggested two things, but I'd cut a whole bunch of shit. What would you cut? Yeah, me too. I would cut tennis, so tennis much is stuff. Go. <laughs> I would cut most of it. Why would you want to cut? Wouldn't you just want more stuff? No, yeah, it should be the biggest event in the I'd world. Say I'd have rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah, I'd have um, running, javelin, shot cycling. put. No, no cycling. Oh, wrestling. Come on. Wrestling. No cycling. No. What's you the want to theme go back going to, on? Back to Athens. Use back yeah. to basics. Well, they, should they be naked? Or yeah. skills. Naked Would well? the rhythmic gymnastics be... Yep. Gymnasts naked, be naked? oiled. And no more medals. <laughs> Laurel wreaths. Laurel wreaths, yeah. No you could make it out of metal. You could have a gold one still, but... It, I don't know why they don't do laurel wreaths. Yeah, why not? That's awesome. Um, And they've yeah, they got to bring back poetry. <laughs> yeah. Poetry used to be a, 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 a thing in that... In the original or in the early history? Oh, I think it's been in and out. It's never in the modern Olympic Games. <laughs> poetry. <laughs> well, poetry this apparently year, apparently, though, poetry is getting the Well, they tried year. to bring about this year for the British Olympics, but uh, it didn't go through. I was, re- I was listening to a, a, a radio segment about the history of arts in the Olympics, and it used to be in the ancient Olympics that, that the winners of Olympic events, after they won the event, they would then have to, like do a public speech and present a poem about their victory. That's pretty cool. And and sometimes they'd get... It sounds a bit um, dodgy, but sometimes they'd get, like, famous poets to perform on their behalf. So I guess the famous athletes and performers would be able to get the best poets. Yeah. And apparently, one year... This is, you know, in documented in, you know, in the records. One year, this amazing, like... The audience's favourite athlete. It was going to team up with the audience's favourite poet, and everyone was super pumped. And he won the event, and the poet came out and gave the recited his poem, and the audience like totally hated it, so they beat him up. 
<laughs> they like totally they laid into him and beat the shit out of him because they were like boo that sucked so in the, at know. the 1948 summer olympics they had architecture um, how do you, can you have architecture? How do you architecture? Adolf Hulk won the gold in the architectural design. Um, in town planning, Yurik Lingen of Finland won. Uh, in literature, the lyrics, lyric works was again won by a Finn, Alal Tini. Uh, uh, shockingly, dramatic works were not awarded, but epic works were. Uh, an Italian Gianni Stablarich won the epic works category of the literature section of the Olympics. Uh, music, uh, choral and orchestral, uh, a pole won that. Zibulgri Turuski. There a science. Painting one? and graphic art, Campbell. This is where you could have come in. Hell oils, yeah. oils and watercolors. Alfred Thompson from Great Britain won. Uh, engravings and etchings was won by Albert de Cross. And Applied Arts and Crafts, shockingly, no gold medal was awarded, but the silver went to Alex de Gamun How of did that? Swiss. How did that go? So were, they, were they just like, no one's that great this <laughs> year? I don't know. I'm just looking at the Wikipedia page and it says none awarded for gold, but they've got a silver... Maybe the guy... The guy was... who won silver also won bronze. What? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there was a doping scandal. <laughs> Maybe he was the only yeah, one who doping. entered, and that he was in it, so they gave him the silver and bronze, but he wasn't good enough to get the gold. That's pretty amazing. Sculpture, uh, Gustav Nordhoff of Sweden. Um, yeah, see, look, this is all pretty amazing stuff. I mean, yeah. Finland this- dominated the 1948 artistic uh, section of the Olympics, winning two gold, one silver, and one bronze. So there you go, the Finns. That's great. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, the ancient Greeks didn't separate, like, body and creative spirit. It was all sort of mm. the one. So, you know, this notion that we've got this division between sports and arts is uh, a modern kind of construct. There's also, like, a really crazy video of um, going around on YouTube of the evolution of the uneven bars in gymnastics. Oh, yeah. And they used to be a lot closer together, so they could sort of flip between them at the same time, and it was really nuts. Um, that's worth checking out. I have to find that link if I remember putting the show notes. But, um... Um... What about BMX? I saw that. I flicked over and they had an ad for oh, BMX. That I, I've got like some bullshit. beef. Oh, How it's do they standardise that? Alright, so what really? happened... It's an absolute rubbish, right? Every uh, sequence, like the heats, right? They have five races. Then you go if you get through you go to the quarterfinals and they have five races and the best of five races goes into semifinals and you have five races best of semifinals and what do they have for the Olympic match they just have one race one thirty second race and you know like this is a competition when just one guy could fall over and knock off the whole field Stephen Bradbury style and that's that's it yeah yeah, but that's the that's just fate. You just have to deal with it. No, that. but they'll never find out the best person. The best person doesn't always win. Doesn't matter. But what's the, okay? Then why don't they have just one event for every round? Why suddenly have five races for every round and then go into know. the final and they had just one? Take it up with the Australian BMX oh, Association. I'm I'm livid, <laughs> livid. <laughs> Tweet them. Oh, I just is there a standardised track that appears at every Olympic Games? No, it's only appeared once, hasn't it? Oh no! It was introduced in Beijing, uh, I think, but I guess uh, the host everyone, country gets the side. No, but it's like the marathon. There's yeah. no standardised marathon track. They just run around wherever they run around. Hmm. Isn't there? Yeah, in cycling. Oh, it's a different city every time. Oh, I thought they just ran the marathon like on the track. But no, they, they do it do through the city. They go through the city. Just oh. treadmill. 
<laughs> That'd be cool. Um, now, um, the Dream Team. You guys pumped about the Dream Team? No. The biggest draw of the Olympics? No. Do you know how about What's the name the came team? about? The Spice Girls. Yep. Were you guys around? Okay, the reason I bring this up is because I remember... I don't know what it was like in Leadville, Harry, but when I remember going to West Leadville, we and Harry went to the same primary schools, and we turned up, and they were just basketball mad. That's, Do you remember this, Harry? Look, um, everyone was playing basketball. They played basketball. Oh yeah, they had basketball, basketball trading cards. cards yeah, and stuff. I remember basketball trading cards. Yeah, the mid nineties basketball was the biggest thing, you know, and and the pinnacle of this was the the nineteen ninety two dream team at Barcelona, right? Where they had like Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Scotty Pippen. You probably guys probably Scotty Pippen. You guys recognise these names, Pippen. even though you yeah, don't even like basketball. Yeah, I know Larry. Carl Malone, Magic Johnson, the guy with AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Patrick Patrick Ewing, New York Knicks. Chris Mullen, Golden State Warriors. David Robinson, he was my favourite from the San Antonio Spurs. Charles Barkley. What these guys are all on one team. Yeah, and they all... It was the dream team. Yeah, it was the dream team. They reckon the greatest sporting team ever assembled. They went to the Olympics and they beat every team by a minimum of 40 points. Um, but anyway, I was looking at their Scott Wikipedia Fisher page, right? And uh, I was... You know, the, the Wikipedia page, and you look at the, the Olympics, it's quite interesting. Um, they just... They only trained uh, for six days before the event, uh, two hours a day. Uh, and they played some... Um, Two hours? That's not much training at all. Well, they're no. already like in NBL yeah. stars, so they can play basketball. That's not yeah, but they need together. to come together as a team, Mighty Ducks yeah. style. Yeah, to be a team, yeah. <laughs> uh, they played exhibition games against other national teams and also enjoyed the nude beaches and Monte Carlo's casinos. And they dined with the Monaco Royal Family. That's how you build up the team spirit. Yeah. Um, you guys want to team build nude beach? Number one, and yep. and they weren't Creepy. given, they weren't given a curfew uh, to stop partying because the coach said that he would have to obey it if, if if he had put it there as well. So he didn't want to miss out on all the action. Um, and this is Charles Barkley describing his hotel, the '92 Olympics. In our hotel, you had to have a picture ID to get in there, and. We went to the pool on the roof of the hotel. There was like 10 guys standing around with Uzis. So it was kind of funny. It was like, girl in bikini, dude with an Uzi. Girl in a bikini, guy with Uzi. People thought we didn't want to stay in Olympic Village because we wanted to be big shots, but it was because we were all getting death threats. They told us this would be considered the great uh, the great uh, accomplishment of a terrorist group if they could take out the Dream Team. So, yeah, you know. This was uh, nuts. Um, also in the 2012 edition, the, the dream team was Kobe Bryant, who is, uh, uh, basketball. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't want to say it. Oh, is he? <laughs> is he? <laughs> if it's factual. If it's <laughs> well, we're allowed to say it if it's factual. Well, just say, what well, are they accused It's not rapists? factual. He was never convicted, was he? So well, right. I yeah. hope you because didn't bring they up paid the her off. Team, James, just to sneak this in. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's more coming, okay? But I'll, I'll read the the issue. I'll, let's get it right so we don't nah. slander him. Um. Oh, this is a setup, James. 
Uh, this is what he said after he the case was dismissed and she refused to testify. Obviously, probably she got paid off. And he says, although I truly believe this encounter between us was consensual, I recognize now that she did not and does not view this incident the same way I did. After months of reviewing my reviewing discovery, listening to her attorney, and even her testimony in person, I now understand how she feels that she did not consent to this encounter. Um, and they well, where's settled, this going, Jack? They settled out of court. Yeah. They settled out of Should court. Should we move on? Yeah. No, but what about okay, that you didn't TGB miss the okay, you didn't miss the the, the the media going wild over Kobe Bryant in Australia. Why? Because he was banging Stephanie Rice. Yeah, that's was what he I was though? Was he banging Stephanie? Fried rice and Kobe got Kobe beef got together. <laughs> oh, um, well, she says that it's just purely platonic relationship. Why would you have a platonic relationship? And apparently, with Kobe you know, Bryant. everyone was like sending her death threats because her his wife is in town, even though I think they're. They're only together for the kids or something, yeah. I don't, can't really comment on this. Um, I'm really now, Stephanie Rice is, uh, you know, lost all her sponsorships, um, as did Kobe when the sexual assault allegations come out. She got lost all her scholarships for using the F.A. word on Twitter. What'd she use? The F.A. word. You're not on my friend. Which word's that? Which word's that? I did, there's lots of them. Well, you're not allowed to say it. We'll get taken off air. Can you spell it? No. The first letter? F. Well, how many F A words are there that you can't <laughs> I could say? Think of maybe five or six. No, um, look, I'll I'll articulate it. Can you just say what it is without using the word? No, I'll just say it. A bunch no, of sticks. Oh. she said, "Suck it, faggots," didn't she? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It's okay. A that's a that's a that's a quote. So these two outcast Olympians have been hooking up. Oh, this look, she can be, that they just she can be cast yeah, right like, out. They're hanging out she in the dark corner us. of the Olympic Village all mm. alone. Suck it, fat. But did you see the footage met. with them oh. together? That was very weird. She's gross. No. Um, did she lose a Jaguar sponsorship because of that? Oh, the other thing about basketball is... Um, I was thinking about this. Our best basketball player, right, in Australia is Paddy Mills, who plays for some NBA team. I don't know. San Antonio Spurs. But I was watching... Oh, that's right. He does. Don't ask me Fred. how I know. That. I watched five minutes of the basketball. Oh, when they that. You're right, actually right. Um, he's, I believe he's a point guard. Yeah. And did you see him play? <laughs> he's pretty good. Right? Yeah, he got... But he's points. also Aboriginal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, which brings me up... The reason I brought this up, Harry, is remember... Uh, this is how we connected it back to me talking about primary school and basketball being Damn huge. <laughs> Fred's going to wind yeah. issue. But continue. Um... So, we, I remember that year five camp we went on, and of course, yeah. the, the kids in our school were... Clean? <laughs> no, I don't know. James just pulled old tissue out of his pocket and was going to hand it to me. Why did you spill wine? I don't have anything to clean. I, don't want you to- I gave you the flat glass so you wouldn't spill wine. Uh, can I use your box? Anyway, sorry. Continue podcasting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 1995. I remember we went to the, the, the school camp to Kalgoorlie. And mm-hmm. the, the West Little kids were so pumped about in basketball, they played at every lunchtime and whatnot. And um, one night, we stayed in an, an Aboriginal community, like, and we slept in the, the school library. Um, yeah. And uh, the next day, we had they, the, the kids a year above us, um, like the, the seniors of primary school, um, challenged the their kids in that school to a game of basketball. Do you remember this, Harry? And oh, I'm having vague recollections. Yeah. And so it was like the city the city white kids against these, you know, the little uh little, you know, Aboriginal kids that don't even like, you know, keep shoes or anything. Just playing off in this, this basketball court in the middle of 
the bush in the middle of nowhere. And it was like one of those, like the movies, you know, like the Disney movie where the big kids come and bully and the, you know, of course. Who won? The, the Aboriginal kids just annihilated us, of course. And the egos of these these um, year sevens were just absolutely crushed because, you know, they had all these $100 bas- basketball caps and, you know, $1,000 worth of basketball card collections. And they were like other things and they were just <sighs> totally... Um, devastated to lose but um it doesn't make surprise me that our yeah I know <laughs> should did you ever watch The Air up there with Kevin Bacon no um that was no. my favourite basketball movie I know Fred was into Space Jam but uh, <laughs> I'm more it's of a high, bud highest grossing basketball movie of all time um yeah that was Kevin Bacon he went to like Africa or something to find some you know recruit some cool dudes to play basketball Classic movie. Um, also, I was thinking about you know, and you know, Patty Mills. He's insanely good. I was thinking about how race is affects things. Like Fred, I was going to ask you or Harry, why do the Kenyans and Ethiopians just dominate the long distance? I believe it's some of it's genetics, as in they're just tall, lanky, and they're built for running. Yeah. I also think that Kenya and Ethiopia are very high mountainous areas. Mm. So it's like you train in a, up in a running around up on a mountain. There's less oxygen, so your body gets more red mm. blood cells. And then when you go down to sea level, mm. you're just sort of you can perform so much better. So even if you were, uh, it's like why people go to out to the mountains. Like if you were Australian, right? But your parents were Kenyan. You couldn't just automatically jump on the Australian team and become good. You would have to go to Kenya and train up in the mountains. To I don't know. Yeah, I'd say yes. Hmm. I think the the the, high, the mountainous thing is an advantage hmm. over the rest of stuff. And like they always I think they're also about, genetically. Yeah. yeah so you might be as well better. Sort of. And like only one white guy has ever gone under ten seconds in the hundred meters sprints. That's. I think that is genetic. That's genetic. Yeah, yeah it's like fast. Well, if you see the lineup for the hundred meter sprints, they're all dark skinned. Yeah. yeah, and the women's as well. Although Sally Pearson, our one Australian girl, that was hurdling though, wasn't it? Yeah, but that's still running. I don't know. Nah, that's running than jumping, James. That's different. <laughs> so you're, what you're saying? It's not, you know, the different genetics for being able to run and jump. Yep. Yep. Mm. Okay. Uh. Uh, Oh, there's also not many black swimmers. A Russian woman came third in the marathon. White Russian woman. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. I was just saying, I saw there's like two black swimmers in the whole Olympics. Yeah, that's a bit awkward race in the Olympics, I think. Mm. It just seems like if you're, you don't have a chance. Like, I sometimes wonder, like, why do any of these other, uh, well, I guess you said a Russian woman came third in the marathon. But like in the 10,000 metres... Why either bother entering if you're not a Kenyan or an Ethiopian? Because you might win. <laughs> if they all fall over. Bradbury them? I don't know. Don't, don't you just feel like you just can't do that sport? Like, it's just, you know, it's like a whale trying to fly, but you don't have wings, so... I don't know. Hmm. Next topic. 100 years of the green and gold. Why yeah, Australians well, we adopted green the gold. green and gold. 
what? in 1912. So this is the 100th anniversary of wearing green and gold as our national colours instead of... Isn't it wattle and the leaves of wattle? Yeah, that's what people think. But is no that... one really knows. But well, what other countries do you know of that compete in a... In a Brazil? A colour that's not on oh. their flag. Uh, I think that the, the, the Netherlands, right? They always wear orange. Yeah. South Africans? They're green and gold as well. But Typical. their flag is green and gold, isn't it? I don't know. Isn't it black? Oh, isn't it's all flag, multicolored, yeah. I isn't can't remember. Black, something. green, and gold. Oh, yeah. They got green and gold. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Does it matter? No, but it's, it's, on our, it's, on it's our, an interesting tidbit. I think. It's on our national crest, though. It's close enough. Mm. Whatever is. Emblem. Uh, now, science for any occasion, friend? Yep. I got to see a Falcon 2000. What's a, well, fal- I've seen What's a Falcon 2000? My, my, it's a plane. The Salt Falcon 2000. It's a plane. Okay. Like a private jet. Yep. And uh, um, to keep it, to know that it's level, you mm-hmm. know, they have sensors, right? But yep. instead of having like a big gyro- gyroscope, they have these things called ring laser gyroscopes. Yep. And my uncle's trying to explain to me how it works, but I guess it's got a laser going around a circle or something. Yep. It's and cool. it works out whether you're level based on this light going around in a circle? Yep. So, how does that work? So, you've got two lasers going around in a circle in opposite directions. Hmm. And then when they meet up, like, and then they both exit, and when they meet up, you get... Like, in a figure eight or something. Do you want me to draw a diagram? I know it's not going to be useful for the listener. No, well, it's not useful. Well, I can explain. So, they go around... So, one laser goes around, like, clockwise. Mm-hmm. And then... In the same tube? In the same tube, a bit of optical fibre optical comes fiber. in. And goes around. Do they collide with each other? Mm, in all sense. And the other one comes in this way and goes around. And then w- they both pop out here and they both pop out here. So, if you look here. Where do they pop so, out to? So, they both come out where they've gone in. They kind of all, all, all overlaps. And if you look out here, mm-hmm. where, where they both come out at the same time, they interfere with each other. And they basically will uh, either add or subtract, like they'll interfere constructively or destructively. Mm-hmm. So you'll see either twice as much light or zero light, depending on basically the, the length of this and how it's all set up. And then what happens is as you rotate the ring laser gyro, because of the different transit times now of these lasers, basically... All why this, is it a different transit time? Um, because if you think about as the light propagates around the circle, if you rotate the circle as well, it takes slightly less time for the, the one that's going against the direction than the one that's going with it. Let me see the other way around. Is that kind of like an escalator when you're going up and you... Yeah, so imagine running on a on a moving platform and someone's running in the same direction it's moving. Mm. So it takes it less time faster. for them to go around. Whereas if someone's running against the direction it's moving, it takes them a longer time okay. to go around. So then that gives you these fringes and then as it as it rotates, like the time difference between the two is related to the rotation speed. And then basically you measure the fringes as they go past. Mm-hmm. So you, you measure the light and dark. And that gives you basically the angular velocity of the the thing so what spins the tube nothing well whatever nothing spins it it's just as you rotate it the lasers you know so you're with, saying that it's rotating when the plane turns banks so it's if it's in the plane of the table hmm. you have to rotate in that plane so if you have no, a, i'm talking about like, like this, an actual airplane yeah, yeah yeah so if you have it like flat like a donut in front of you hmm. it's as you rotate like left or like around like like the it works. So if you want to have it up like this axis, then it's like back and forward. You can tell. 
So then you just measure that and you integrate, you count how much it's rotated and you measure that and then you can tell what sort of angle you're on. Mm-hmm. Don't get it. <laughs> Did you get any of that? Did anybody else understand that? They're not even there. No, they're too bored by my ringing the back. joke. I'm back. So I'm back as well. God, you've all cut and bailed on me. Well, <laughs> you missed no, out. No, no, no. My, my Skype was cutting out. So oh. I up and then hung back on again. Okay. How convenient. I was on oh, the phone. Well, it was very inconvenient, actually, because I was enjoying hearing about how a laser gyroscope works. Yep. Yeah, Basically, it's about a gyroscope. It just, it's just two lasers going the opposite direction mm. and uh, measures rotation. So instead of, you know, a spinning ball, it's just two lasers. <laughs> so getting overexcited by ring laser gyros. <laughs> Uh, also, the other big event that happened in the world, other than like the Olympics and stuff, was uh, the NASA's or rover thing, Curiosity, landed on Mars. Did you guys watch the landing? Line? I did. I did not. Fred. There was a lot of buzz, though. I thought the physics department would be, you know, big screen, lecture theatre going for... Oh, because what was the live stream like, Cam? I thought it was like a, like a black and white nothing. No, the live it? stream was amazing. It was Wasn't like it? one of the most exciting events I've seen. Oh, should have watched it. It was just in the... Um, <laughs> Fred, I can't believe you didn't watch it. I'm sure... Well, I, I, I would have thought the science department would be having screenings of it. It's engineering, not science. Oh, the robot has a laser. Well, the landing team's engineering, yeah. but the, re- the the landing team's... You know, the engineering team's landing a science platform. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, it has a laser, Fred. Everyone was talking Curiosity about it. Curiosity rover has a laser and it fires stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah. I don't know. I like the LHC. Can't believe you're so dead. If I had to pick science moment of the past month, I'd go LHC, Large Hadron Collider over Mars rover. But that's just my personal. But didn't you say it was boring because it just confirmed, confirmed something that you already knew? Yeah, but that's going to... So is the Mars rover's just like a... It hasn't done anything yet. Right, but... It didn't explode. Right, but do you know why they're still sending rovers there? Because they got nothing better to do. No, because when we sent the... the When the Americans sent the original Viking lander there, right, they dug up a bit of soil and they put some acid in it and they got, I don't know, carbon dioxide or methane out, suggesting there's something living in it. Right? But then they said, oh, that's impossible. Right? And so it wasn't until later on, so they stopped sending stuff to Mars because they were like, oh, well, it's obviously a dead planet. But the guy who did that experiment has been campaigning saying, no, there must be life on Mars because I got this result in the test on both landers. And then, what, then they find some microbe in a meteorite and they suggest that could have come from Mars. So then they're like, oh, we've got to go back and look for stuff. So now they're sending more stuff over, over there. Um... To see if there's, you know, little bugs crawling around in the under the ground. Yeah, I mean that's pretty good. It's pretty much I, I, like the coolest thing as a civilization we've done. Apart from the large hadron collider. No, I reckon this is cooler. No, I don't think it's cooler. I think it's cooler. No, but the large hadron collider announced something. If this finds life, it'll be cooler. Hmm. Okay, so if it succeeds, if it so succeeds. if it's, if it finds life, it's cooler. Yep. Mm. <laughs> I would rate it higher than LHC. Okay, so it's got to do that. Yep. yep. It's got to prove itself. Yep. But the Large Hadron Collider's got more announcements to make. You know, it could find something else cool. That's true, Harry. Well, 
Mars rover. Who knows what it's going to find? No one it's even on. knows what it could find. Throw down. Who's going to be the coolest? Who's going to be the cool kid on the blog? <laughs> At the big physics conference. LHC or the Mars rover. I read an, I saw a news headline. I didn't read the article that the LHC people were just a bit down on the rover stealing their thunder. I, th- I think that was kind of made up, wasn't it? <laughs> was it? I think it, it was an onion, onion article. That was like, <laughs> was it? I don't know. I saw the thing. It's just engineering. We've done it all before. It's not even that impressive. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, well, you know, well, at least you can see, said, at least it? you can see the Curiosity rover. What the hell's a Higgs boson? Should send that into that rap battle song. I got a quiz for you. What? Yep. How many uh, gigahertz is the computer that they're using on this device? Am I supposed to know that? Yeah, and for reference, your iPhone, an iPhone is one gigahertz. Point five gigahertz. Harry, what's your guess? Um, 20 gigahertz. Sorry? 20. 20? Oh, how many gigahertz is an iPhone? An iPhone is one gigahertz. Alright, I say one. I say they've just strapped an iPhone. <laughs> Cavill? A quarter. Of gigahertz? Yeah. Okay, well, I think Cavill's probably closest. It's 0.3 gigahertz, 300 megahertz. Yeah, but... I... Someone told me about why they do that a while ago. Right. And the reason that this person said was because in space, there's lots of charged particles flying around. And radiation. Yeah. And radiation. And and it's, it's actually, you know, there's atoms and things up there mm. that you don't see in space. So if you make a computer on the scale that they can make the best computer today, it has to be really tiny is what makes it fast. And what happens is it's so small that a particle can come through and they just shoot through everything and hit one of the wires and blast it apart and they, there's your computer gone. Hmm. Whereas the slightly older technology is bigger. One, it's been tested thoroughly it's, hmm. and it's a bit bigger so it's a little bit more resistant to being smashed to pieces by these hmm. stray particles. But couldn't they, that's could, also the thing, it's been tested and so yeah, thoroughly and they know yeah. There's no bugs and there's you know, no nothing. Right, right. I, I, I get that. But we've had gigahertz computers since... I don't know. I had one in 2002, maybe? Yeah. Why can't they just put, you know, a more powerful computer in a slab of lead? Because they that's might not gonna, need it. They don't probably don't need like, it. Like they probably look at what they need, yeah, what processing power they need, and they just give it that much. They don't yeah. need any more. Mm. And they it's seem probably to spend not. a lot of time engineering stuff based on the limitations. This is my problem with NASA because what they do is they spend ten years and two point five billion dollars to make one really ninety percent, ninety nine percent guaranteed to work rover. Hmm. Whereas what they should do is make a hundred, you know, like twenty percent likely to work. So and they just fling them out into space. Yeah, yeah. And so you cover so much more ground. And like mm. someone will blow up. Who cares? Because you just you know, just do it that way. More exciting. Yeah. Um, oh, more what? crashes. Not, not more exciting crash. than two point five billion dollars on one land. Yeah. yeah. Like well, all coming. That's why no. the that land. There's nothing. That more landing than that. is so intense. Watching it live is you know this is just. $10 billion, $2.5 billion comes down to this sky crane mechanism, right? That has yeah. to it's lower not this like vehicle onto the ground. People say it costs $2.5 million, but it's not like they've, billion. Billion, they've put that money into space, literally. Like, the money just goes back into... Right, they pay people. They pay people who spend it on stuff, who buy yeah. taxes, that, yeah. that, that. So, it's, you know... No, but if, you know... Yeah, if that crashed, right, the engineering team probably gets... 
a, a couple of month extension to report why it yeah. crashed, and then you're fired. Yeah. That's the end of your job. Like the the English one that crashed because hmm. they couldn't convert. I think it was English, wasn't it? They couldn't convert between metric and imperial units, so it slammed <laughs> into the surface of Mars at someone. Yeah, and that's it. Boom, boom, fired. You spent five, six years working on it, and your 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 future, your mortgage is dependent on having a job analyzing the data afterwards but it gets no data back and boom you don't have that job should have blown it um listen to mail we on to that why is any any other thoughts about the mars landing um like how many megahertz is the main camera most exciting how many sorry mega how do how do people measure cameras megapixels megapixels how many megapixels is the main camera i don't know one two point Three. Harry wins two gig- two meg- megapixels. But you don't need more than that. Apparently, um, no. But there was a big disappointment, right? Because they wanted James Cameron, right? Wanted to put send one of his three D cameras up there to film. They should have done that, right? But they they couldn't get it. What what happens, right? Is because he wants the zoom lens, and they're worried that um that the zooms because they're in a really cold environment they'll get jammed. You need a lubricant in there. Worry the lubricant will freeze, and then for you have to put a heater in to warm up the lubricant so these zoom lenses will work, right? But then that's they've already that's too much. They've power. already used the power up in other yeah areas of the spacecraft that they have, and it's you know it's nuclear power, but it only generates you know so many watts, and it just trickles trickle power charges the batteries overnight. Does it have a solar component? No, this is all. Um, Radioactively, so they know how long it's going to go for. Because like with the previous rover, it was solar and it just kept going and going and going and going. Right? It far exceeded. The, well, the, the limitations right? of that is, yeah, the limitations of that is the actual battery is wearing out, so the batteries get weaker. They don't hold as much charge, so there's less you can do over time, and that's the same problem they have here. The actual, the thermal generator will last, keep putting out the same amount of output for 14 years. Um. So they've got 14 years worth of power, but the batteries will probably die out before then, or dust will get into all the components. And you think they could just uh, hmm. go straight off the nuclear power? But yeah, I'm sure they know what they're doing more than. Well, they probably could rewire it. You know, if the batteries fail, they might be able to do that. They should be able. To. Um, they will have lots of backup plans, but that's what happened to the Spirit rover, which died. Is you know, so, uh, dust just got jammed into the. Um, things and it couldn't maneuver properly so that in the Martian winter when it had to angle its angle its um, solar panels towards the sun to get the just the barest amount of sun so that when it needed to wake up in the Martian summer you know six months time there was still uh, you know enough charge to restart the computer and restart the heaters and stuff like that um, to keep all the things working but because it couldn't maneuver to that position it died over the winter and the the one on the other side of Mars that they landed is still going because that hasn't jammed up. Uh, well, at least the wheels haven't jammed up. The arm has, but the... Um, They're going to meet up? No. <laughs> Boring. Typical NASA. Um, is it like Voltron? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it isn't... Up, yeah. If it isn't, I'll be disappointed. Because those two could go and rescue the third That was one, one. of yes. the coolest things about the moon landing. Is like one of the, the man landings, they went and landed right next to one of the old robotic landing landers. So they got to see what, you know inspect what a thing that had been sitting on the move for a few years looked like what did it look like well I don't know 
Well, I've seen I've seen photos, but I don't. I'm not trained on build it up. I mean, yeah. Um, listener mail. Okay, so we've got you know we've got a bunch of listener mail. I, I'm still insisting we have to read out every listener mail. Right. Okay. The question is, okay, we've got one piece of listener mail that's a bit controversial. Have you guys checked it out? No, I didn't know we could check it out. Um, it, it's, it sets up a moral conundrum, right? Where, where is it? <laughs> well, it's in the email. You're censoring us. Where's the email? <laughs> Fred's getting excited. So what happens if we start getting fan mail from women? <laughs> is this a really going to happen? Well, we've got some mail, Fred. That oh, really? You three single blokes, your I'm not better single. halves. Oh, what? Non-single folks, your better halves might not approve saying. <laughs> well, is it of the Invisible Woman? <laughs> How do I check my email to see this? <laughs> is Zoe listening? <laughs> no, I don't think she's listening. My phone would have gone off by now if she was listening. Um. Okay. Beep beep. <laughs> this is from Brizzy M. Wait, no, this is not it. <laughs> How do I see this, James? <laughs> no, because James is a well-known... Well, you can interpret if this is spam or not. He's a well-known censor of uh, information. And I'm, you know... And I know we've actually got some other fan mail, and I I know I should be maybe reading that first because it's more relevant, but I just feel like we have to talk about this. Dear Fangers... Um, and in brackets, she says, Do you... Do people call you that? I have, Can I just pause for a second? I haven't received this email. It's in the mailbag at fangaround.com. How do I get into that? <laughs> um, why no new episodes? Just got into your podcast and now it's stopped. I listen to you in bed. I have a little a sense of incentive for you to keep making more shows. There's more where that came from. Love your Brizzy. And it says, P.S., What's your favourite Disney movies? But it's the photo attached to the email. <laughs> that really is exciting. Do you think someone's having us on? Fred's having a good hard study. <laughs> I don't know what to think. Let's talk on Mike. Are you guys? Are you guys looking at the email? James, how can I find this email? Can't you just send me an email? Yeah, can you forward this to us? I'm at my Fred at fangingaround.com address, so can't you just forward... No, well, it goes to the yeah, but communal to... one. What's the communal one, and what's the thing? Well, I didn't even know we had an email. <laughs> Every <laughs> episode, I'm like, how do you think people have been emailing us? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah, well, you meant to tell us these things, James. <laughs> um, where would you like it forwarded? Can you... No, I want to get into the mailbag. How do I get into that? I'm just going to, I'm telling you up front that if your girlfriends find this in your email account, they might get a bit worried. Because <laughs> you're going to censor it, thingers. Forward it to me. Forward all of them. <laughs> yeah, forward all of them, James. Oh, I didn't want to forward this one. It would get you guys in trouble. Oh. Just, you this is censorship. yourself. It's not like... This is classic Pontifex You guys censorship. have access. No, you have access. You guys just don't bother. I don't know how to get into mailbag. How does it work? <laughs> How do you think... I'm not going to say on the air, otherwise other people, <sighs> scruples will be able to get in. Um, I want to communicate more with fans. <laughs> not because of <laughs> now that. You not because of that. <laughs> because of I that. I was thinking about this before. The, because of that. Okay. Um, her PS is, what is your favourite... Di- this is her question, I guess. What is your favourite Disney movies? I like Beauty and the Beast. Fred, that's what you're saying? Fred. Beauty and the Beast. It's got to be old school yeah. Robin Hood with the... Um, 
the animals. With is it blue? That's that? the greatest. Blue the Yeah, with Baloo. He plays Fry Attack or something. Yep. Jungle Book. What about Robin you, Campbell? Hood. Is Campbell even there? He's gone off to have a wank. To uh, <laughs> Little Mermaid slash Beauty and the Beast. No, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. No. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm a Little Mermaid guy as well. <laughs> That's good That's something. I never got into Little Mermaid. No, I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan. It's a girls movie. <laughs> Do you think Robin Hood's the most macho Disney? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, For sure. Probably agree. Um, well, thanks... Brizzy M. Also, I don't even know how old she is. This could be could be going to jail. Um, thanks, Brizzy M, for hoping uh, writing. I hope you're eighteen. Um, <laughs> uh, this comes in. Oh, uh, uh, okay. So Ricky A. Shay on Twitter asked us. Uh, well, he said you guys were discussing games involving involving moral decisions. And you completely left out the Fable series. I've never played Fable. Um, I only and I, I, I agree. When we were talking about it, I was thinking about Fable as well. I played. I never played Fable One or Fable Three. I played Fable Two. I really enjoyed that, and that did have really big uh, moral decisions. But these guys, I don't think I've ever played that. No. No. Now, Campbell, no. I sent you a copy of uh, The Walking Dead. Did you get a chance to try that? Uh, I haven't yet. No, I have downloaded it. But... Um. I haven't a chance to play it either. But yeah, Fable 2 um, has a pretty epic moral decision. I uh, don't know whether we should spoil it on air. But, um, we should not. What, are you going to play it, friend? No, I'm just thinking of our listeners. Um, well, I'll, I'll big, a big, big spoiler alert. For the next minute, we're going to talk about Fable 2, what happens. Um, uh, I'll see what your thoughts in. At a point in the game, basically, you get to decide um, whether... I, actually, I might be getting this wrong, but I think it's like... Everyone else in your world, like your town, dies, but your dog stays alive. Um, or your immediate family maybe includes your wife as well, like your wife and your dog stay alive. Or you let your family and your dog die, but everyone in the world uh, lives. Isn't that that D-Day thing that you were talking about before? It was a bit like that, I guess, yeah. Uh, but this was a moral decision you had to make in Fable too. And? Which did you decide? I think I chose my dog and my wife and let everyone else die. Wouldn't that be a bit of a boring game after that? Um, you and right, but everyone game. else repopulated the world and the world was slowly repopulated after that. It was a bit weird, but... Okay. Yeah. Uh, I could be getting that completely wrong. It's been years since I played it. But something those lines. Uh, and the final listener mail, which I thought I would use as question of the week. Um, uh, this is from Ricky um, from England. Can I just ask, uh, is this all of our fan mail? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> is that another Scottish truck? Does Harry live on a highway or something? Do you have your window open, Harry? Are you Can in a bus depot? <laughs> He's tweeting on no, Twitter. No, 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 it's sure just the it. buses going outside the window. <laughs> what are you? What level are you I on? Just... <laughs> what? What level floor are you on? Third floor. Third floor. Okay. This room doesn't have double glazing, though, so it's a bit loud. What? The window is closed. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's how loud it was. <laughs> wow. We're on the top floor. Oh, okay. Um, so this is from Ricky in England. Hey, guys, did you ever get the show Bernard's Watch in Australia? It's about a kid who had a watch that could stop time, and, of course, mischief prevailed. But what would you do if you could freeze time? Like that movie... Watch jumpers? Yeah, something like that. Overclockers or something. I, I think took I saw an a date to that of, film. Um, the Twilight Zone. What? <laughs> you what? Where a lady had a. You took a, someone a on a date to that film. She could say, shut up and the world froze. I don't remember that. What was this? It was Campbell? It, it was either an episode of Twilight Zone or um, Steven Spielberg's in- Amazing Stories or Incredible Stories. Mm. Well, what, what would you do? Hello? Hello? I'd, prob- I'd probably steal things. You, you would u- steal things? You'd use it for evil. What, what would you, you steal? Like, to get money? Or yeah. artifacts? Steal things now? Like- yeah. To steal really? everything. Well, so your morals would go completely out of the window. Time. Nothing. Fun? You could be an amazing sportsman. You could dominate the javelin. Yeah, good stuff. How would you dominate the javelin? Wouldn't they be able to tell that you're cheating? Because the javelin just appears on the other side of the field. No, I don't think it's going to do that. <laughs> but you could just, like, perfectly guide your throw. What, by stopping and starting time, every things to recorrect yeah. your... I don't know. I don't, it's, the mechanics of it's difficult. Hmm. So your morals would go completely out the window, Campbell, if you had this technology. Oh, look, once you break down... You know the human experience of time. I think morals kind of just go get a bit wibbly wobbly, yeah. don't they? Well, maybe yours do, Campbell. I'll so you would what, go what to the women's to change rooms of the Australian synchronized you know, swimming team and freeze time and walk in. Time is Have so you malleable. seen this post? Well, that, that's a really kind of um, poor excuse for throwing your morals out the window. I think. Yeah, I'm kind of agreeing with Harry. Maybe I just can't. What think happens of if you got a Maybe I just can't think of anything good to do with freezing time. I read a, an offensive post on something like 4chan or Reddit, Reddit about what someone would do if they could freeze time. What did he, what'd they say? Basically, they'd become a porn star. Mm. And then at the end, when they're about to ejaculate, they'd do it, right? Mm. And they'd wait. They'd freeze time at the end. <laughs> and then they'd wait a few minutes or however long. And then yeah. they'd do it again. And, and then they'd pause. people's minds. And then they'd just keep going. And for the rest of their life, so it'd be like this hour-long cum shot, and they'd age like seventy years over the course of it. <laughs> and people would be watching you age, and they'd be filming it, and so you'd be film, aging and continuously. And so you'd be creating this work of art that's being filmed, and just this constant stream of ejaculation. Yeah, for so seventy like years. Your youth was coming out of your penis. Yeah, like, basically. Yeah. Just, wow, and huge part. You would blow people's minds with that video. That's Campbell, not what didn't you think that's that? not what I'd do, but. Did you see that yeah, thing on I Reddit? I think it was yesterday that that porn star reading like a book while sitting on a vibrator. That doesn't sound that out of control for the internet. No, it's 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 safe for work because you, you don't see anything. She's just reading a book, and I guess the vibrator's on the table. You just see her getting more and more excited as she reads it. So it's purely the the oral pleasure of listening to her read the book. Like as she gets more. Excited. Oh, she's reading the book out loud. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she was just like Stoya, her name is S T O Y A. If you Google Stoya reading a book with a vibrator, <laughs> you'll probably find it. <laughs> Stoya reading. Um, 
so what would you do, Harry? If you could freeze time? Um, probably just get more in in the day. <laughs> Give the house a good tidy, you know, cook something really nice for dinner. But the thing is, if you're still getting aging at the same time, right, would, yes, so how long oh, would you drag this day on for? Right? Yeah. yeah. Is it really helping you, you at all? Wouldn't it? Because that's the only thing I... Oh, well, if you're still aging at the same rate, then that's different. Yeah. Because that's... I think The thing is, I want to slow down my aging so that I see more of the future, you know, when the next Mars lander goes. So you want to be able to speed up time. No, but then if you're aging at the same rate, it'd be... No, but yeah, speed up same time. So you just see, like, life's on fast forward. But see, if you start, keep pausing time, you get older and older. So you won't see as much as you would if you weren't pausing time. You should travel close to the speed of light, James. Then your problem would be solved. Yeah. I'd just use it for, like, making sure I'm on time to appointments and, like, (laughs) just, like, handy little things during the day. Hmm. You wouldn't like, become like the road, uh, stop time. Do you think you would get addicted? You'd be you always pausing. Like, stop time. You could play ping pong and become a world champion. Something something with these fast reflexes, you could just dominate. Hmm. Like I remember you, Harry, playing as a Baldur's Gate, and you're always pausing to do stuff. But you never got yeah, to see the, fl- Gate the, the natural flow of the game because you're always pausing to do stuff. But I assume that's how it's no, worked. But, that, but that, no, the that pausing that was, was the flow, the flow of, the of the game. Oh, okay. So it automatically paused, or you choose when to pause? You choose when to pause. Was it autom- no, it automatically paused, I think. You could choose whether to automatically order... Yeah, you could choose various triggers that would pause the game, or you could pause it yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like D&D turn-based system, but they also made it in real time. Hmm. It was a kind of hybrid. It would be kind of cool for teleportation, say, if you're like there's some event going on and you're like oh that would be awesome to go see but you're like oh there's no way I'll get over through traffic to go see that now so you could pause time and sort of effectively teleport even though you're travelling real time but you could get to see events that you know you guys are thinking really small though yep what would you do like walk on the surface of the sun yeah you could freeze it right yeah. would it be hot no because it's not moving yeah, but how would you get up there you'd have to get a rocket that's not frozen either yeah, well, that's what that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's the point. I mean, that Overclockers movie, whatever it was, isn't that... It, it just slowed down time, so it was like you could see the hummingbirds yeah, so slowly the, flapping. Yeah. So the time was still moving. Clock stoppers. Stoppers. Clock stoppers. But no, we didn't get Bernard's watch, as far as I know, in Australia. But, um, yeah. We got Alex Mack. Could she freeze time? What could she do? Could she just turn into a puddle? (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty lame. What about... Do you guys ever watch that show where they're in, like, that weird dimension and they shoot... They have, like, the things where they touch their wrists and they shoot the fireballs at each other? Oh, yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Spellbinders. Spellbinders. That's the one. Spellbinders. Oh, yeah. So you guys would only use it for, like, Making sure you don't, I don't know, boil over this like pot of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was your big? Like, no, I like, said I would say I would go. I could, if you're saying like Fred was saying that Australian women's synchronized diving team was competing in Perth, you oh. could go just freeze time, go see what's happening in the change rooms, you know, <laughs> to see what they're up to. Who would know? <laughs> you little pervert. So you just want to creep around. 
Well, that Campbell says the morals go out the window. It's like in The Invisible Man with time. Oh, so you do whatever Campbell says. If Campbell said he wanted to jump off a cliff, you stop the time, would you do that too, Jim? But what if they put you in jail? The ability to stop time would be useless. Right, but if you could escape jail by stopping time. Yeah, I suppose you could just walk out. Unless they took your watch off you. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, do you need a watch to do it? Well, in the example that Ricky was giving us, Bernard had a watch, I'm guessing. See, I imagine I could be much more effective doing what I'm doing in my daily life if I had the ability to stop time and kind of change things mm. about. Every yeah, day. I mean, that my teleportation idea but would that be wouldn't extend that to so many things. I think you just waste it all, Harry. Mm. Sorry? You just waste it all. Because you'd be like, every I five hope. minutes, you'd just pause time for five minutes and then you're looking 40 and everyone else around you's looking mm. 30 because you're constantly pausing. So Cam, if I yeah, just I if you got the power right now, can't you, Harry? Harry, what'd you say? I already look really young, so I'll be <laughs> right. I could age, pause time, and then grow a beard, and then I could unpause time. <sighs> I don't think you'd ever grow a beard, Fred. <laughs> Would you didn't get really bored just sitting there for you a can't month? Pause time for long enough. For <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about your hair just last yesterday. Thanks. Can I? Yeah. What were you saying? Or your lack of eyebrows. Oh, get a new topic. Um, no, but Campbell, so if you got the, the, the power today, how long would you do any research into how to steal stuff with your power, at, like planning at all? Or would you just go do it right now just in case the power ran out, you know, at any time? Oh, I'd probably tool around with the power first. Mm. You know, ch- test the parameters of it for a while. Oh, yeah. That's a good, good Start idea. Start with little things. But would you hit a big bang f- bank first, or would you try to fight a, 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 you know, as armoured trucks as they open the door and just pause and just duck in? And Yeah, any of those options, you know? Mm. Do a bit of a Groundhog Day. Yeah, you know, just goof around. See what you could do. Mm. I mean... Oh, I don't know. Why wouldn't you? Because it'll have a profound negative effect on someone else's life. <laughs> Would it, though? <laughs> I don't think so. You just Robin Hood it and steal from Batman. Yeah, Hill. well, you know, you could get into a bit of that, actually. Go break into Gina's house and take well, her you know, if you knew Tony Abbott was going to be in town, if he was there, you could pause time and then, like, while he's in a press conference, take all his clothes off. <laughs> that would wow. be an unfreeze time and then he'd be naked all of a sudden. But then questions would be asked. You know? I know. Mm. They'd be like some. They'd come after you. You could really screw up cool. people's lives. You could just start doing that. If maybe Messing you did it enough, them. it would just become. It's normal. like you know Emily, Emily, Emily in the movie where she kept on changing that guy's shoes so that he kept freaking out. Well, thanks, uh, Ricky. Um, <laughs> we got a Ricky and a Ricochet. Do you think they're the same guy? I don't know. Ricky and Ricochet and Brizzy, thanks for writing in. Um, keep more of it coming. You can hit us up at mailbag at fangingaround.com or you can just go to the listener mail segment on fangingaround.com and there's an anonymous mailer form. And you can also tweet us at fangingaround if you want to submit things for us to discuss on the show. Now it's time for Cast Corners. Campbell, I see you've got an interesting article here, The Mad Lies of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Who's read this article? No. No, I haven't read it. Moving on. 
Campbell wants to know, what does the expression, tear you were a new arsehole, actually mean? Yeah. <laughs> what does it mean? We want us to explain it to you. Like, sometimes you hear tough guys say it, like it's really scary, but... Well, you don't think it'd be scary if I said to you, Campbell, i got a knife in my hand and by the end of the day you're going to have two assholes. <laughs> Are you sure they're talking about the knife? Maybe they're talking about their no. penis. Yeah. Just going to rape him so hard that he has a second asshole. It's like kicking him in the oh, ass. Oh, we can't say that. You can say the word asshole, Jay. Like kicking someone in the ass. I'm going to kick yeah, your you ass. you can literally do that. You could literally tear someone in your asshole. Be tough. Only if you cut them in like the lower digestive tract. Yeah. Imagine punching someone through their stomach into their lower intestine. Boom. I remember I, I kicked my brother so hard that my shoe got stuck up there. <laughs> <laughs> I got in big trouble get, from Did you get it back? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say I didn't. That would explain a lot. But, um, um, no, I. Yeah, I'm more... Does Urban Dictionary have It's like a- saying I'm going to fuck you up. It's like, you're going to fuck me. No, look, I, oh. I, I, yeah, I but know... Why of that? Why choose the arsehole? Because it does imply that you you might rape them out the ass. Yeah, but I think it's context. I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever used it. I've never used it myself. At number one on Urban Dictionary, uh, among the highest degrees of complete ownage, to tear someone a new arsehole is to either physically or verbally beat the living F out of an opponent or his or her arguments. Yeah, like I, I, I'm yeah, well aware of it. doesn't really explain... And now they don't even use the... the you know, you can get away with not saying the A word by just saying, I, I'm going to tear you a new one, and everyone knows what you mean. In, yeah, in terms like, nobody says, I'm going to grow you a new dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, maybe they should, Campbell. Mm. By the time I'm finished to you, with you, you'll have two dicks. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that could be, like, some new comeback or something. Maybe that's the ultimate retort, kind of. Well, I don't think... Having being having a new asshole torn on you is good. Or is having two dicks? That's brilliant. Is it? What are you going to do with I the second know, one? Not. Probably cause all sorts of social kind of distress. <laughs> you'd gone. You'd gone tour, wouldn't you, Harry? Oh yeah, Fred. What are you linking to? I in don't your know. Corner? I wrote that. I was a bit drunk on Friday, and I put that on there, so I can't really explain why. I think I thought it was Amelia Earhart, played by Adam, Amy Adams in Night at a Museum Two, <laughs> not one, but two. I was pretty drunk. And Did I you thought, watch this movie while you? Were I can't remember how I stumbled on it, but I thought that's pretty hot. I should put it on the fanging show notes. That was the the complete thought train I had at that point. So I guess I thought, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can see Amy Adams play Amelia. I thought it was pretty hot. It was more about. Oh, I thought of a question. It was. I thought that was pretty hot, and it was in a kids' film. So, any other ex- unexpected hotness in kids' films? So you don't remember if you watched the movie? I've seen Night at the Museum, but Two. I can't remember how I got to that YouTube clip the and decided one? to put it on uh, fanging around. So. Okay. It's just there. It just is. Watch it. Don't watch it. 
Do whatever you want. Now, Fred, one, true, three. Have you prepared a... I have not. I can't think of anything. No, well, this is... I should have pulled you up before on the last time. You are like, oh, I can't do it. Right, but the idea being is if you're worried that the three of us might know what it is, then you've got to think about three things that we know, but you just change the details just slightly to try and put us off the scent. But I thought one of them had to be true. Right. So, so I the can't other two change need the to be almost about. true. Or they have to be something that we'll pick up and go familiar. Like, I think Campbell, on the last one, when I did it, Campbell picked it straight out, which was a true one, but then I think he ended up answering a different, because it was just, you know, yeah. he was, in his mind, he was just sitting on the fence going and, you know... Have you seen the TV show that stole that idea, that you stole off someone else? Comic book, man. Yeah, it's a TV show. Yeah. No. I, 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 more than comic book, man. It's a TV show, like what an English mean? TV show, where they tell untrue stories, and you have to pick the true one. Oh, right. No, you're not talking about Walls of Flanagan's show. No, it's like a TV show on SBS or ABC. Uh, no, I have not seen it. Well, let's do, out there stealing your ideas that you stole. What, this is a new show? Yep. It's like a panel show, you know, with celebrities. Hmm. Yeah, what's well, an interesting idea? Um, oh, I have another Olympics quiz. I was wondering, when, what's the chance of Perth ever hosting the Olympics? Zero. So, I was going to ask you guys, um, I'm going to give you a list of cities that have not hosted the Olympics, and don't cheat by looking at Wikipedia, and you can tell me whether they've, uh, they've listed, um, uh, whether they've hosted the Olympics, okay? So, first on list is a city that's uh, in a G20 nation and it's rated as an alpha plus global city which is the sort of, you know, one of the biggest uh, cities in the world and that is Shanghai. Has Shanghai ever hosted the Olympics? No. 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 Okay. Also, uh, a G20 and an alpha plus global city, Istanbul. Yes. Maybe. Istanbul, Turkey. Maybe. No, no. Yes or no? Friend. I'm going to say no. It's two no's and a yes. What's well, a no? Yes. Karachi, Pakistan. No. One of the biggest cities Sorry? in the world. Karachi, Pakistan. No. One of the, no, I, I think, think it's so. like the third biggest city I'll in the say world. Yes. Yeah, but it's probably quite impoverished. Okay. What about uh, Mumbai? A.K.A. Bombay, India. Mm, probably I'm not. Going with I think yes. that's I'd one of the biggest cities in India and I'd, I'd one of the biggest n- countries in the world. I'd say no. Yes. Harry's a yes? Two yeses and no? I'm saying no. It's a no. Yes. Damn right. Um, Sao Paulo, the biggest city in the seven, seventh hemisphere in Brazil. I'd say yes. Um, I'm saying no. Yes. Campbell? Well, they've got it next year, don't they? Campbell's obviously busy. He says yes. I mean, he says no. Okay. Uh, no, they haven't. Uh, Rio, Rio de Janeiro. Rio de Janeiro is hosting it, uh, the next one. But that, I think that's the first one to be hosted in Brazil is, uh, will be the Rio one. But that's the biggest city in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, what about Delhi, India? Again, uh, no. One of the biggest cities. Well, no. No. Tehran, no. Iran? No. 
No. No. Bangalore? No. India? No. 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 New York? You're no. saying? I can't hear what he's saying. New York. Capital of New York State, USA. New York's got enough going on. An Alpha Plus Plus global city. No. Uh, no, hasn't had it. Hasn't had it. No. Oh, no. No, you're right. What's the point of your quiz? I'm trying to work out when Perth will get it. I'm trying to give you a quiz of what other cities have. Yeah, but they're all, a lot of them I'm giving you a list of the top 20 biggest cities in the world. Yeah, but they're by population, right? Mm. But that's not what they look for. They're what, not just New York, population. USA? They don't just go on population. I mean, Bangalore is probably very mm. poor. Now, for the and record, they, this is the third time London's hosted Olympics. Yeah, but it's also a bit of a, a Western thing. So. Oh, so what's New York's excuse? They probably don't want it. Have they they probably can't fit it. Where would they put it? They have enough people and enough stuff. They don't need the Olympics. Well, they have all these professional sporting teams with huge stadiums. Surely, there's yeah, I just don't think they would want it. Mm, okay. I mean, the cities, like places like Barcelona, want it because they want to rebuild. Hmm. Same with London. Hmm. Large bits. I don't think New York has that problem. Lagos, Nigeria. No. I don't think these places have the infrastructure to support the ten million. Lima, tourists. Peru. No. Ho Chi Minh, no. China? Ho Chi Minh's in Vietnam, no. isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Pretty sure it's in Vietnam. Hong Kong? Hong Kong? No. 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 Dakar? No. Cairo? What? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm going with yes for Cairo. Cairo? No. No. Hanoi? No. James, are you going to tell us the answers? He's going to read out a list of 100 things. Ryder, Saudi Arabia. No, these are all poor countries. Poor countries don't really want the Olympics. St. Petersburg. Caratha. They might want it. Put in... Yeah. Has St. Petersburg Petersburg hosted it? it? I don't know. No. No. Oh, no, Moscow. Ankara, capital of Turkey. No. Tapai. Oh, this is boring. Even I'm bored, James. Tapai. James, we're bored. If we're bored, the listeners have, like, turned off. (laughs) Johannesburg, South Africa. No. Yokohama, Japan. Don't care anymore. Madrid? Spain. This is the worst game ever. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to list. Yeah, so has Madrid, really Spain hosted the Olympics? Is this the last one? I don't know. No, I'm not playing this yet. <laughs> you're not going to ask the question? Is no. it either yes or no? No. The answer is... No. Buenos Aires, Argentina. <gasps> no. What's going on in Scotland, Harry? Jakarta? Um, When's the next bus coming by? It's the Edinburgh Festival at the moment. It's going off. Mm. Fringe Festival. It's exciting. Walk down the street. There's people everywhere. People dressed up stupid. Jakarta, Indonesia. No. Chicago, USA. That sounds pretty fun. Houston, USA. You just walk down the main street. Toronto, Canada. People giving you free tickets to shows. Like, you can't walk down the main street without ending up with, like, 15 pamphlets for different... How's Bonnie's show going? There's a show every 10 minutes. Are you going to them all? Different parts of the city. Nah, there's, like... There's a big, thick, fat book. It's about a centimetre thick. And it's just jam-packed for the different shows. You couldn't possibly see them all. Have you seen... Have you tried to see as many as possible? Harry? They reckon the average, like, audience at every single show, average, because there's so many shows, is about three people <laughs> at each. Have you been to a zero-person show yet? I mean, a one? Have you been the only person in is that like an insult 
Camel. Yeah, I went to Bonnie's. I've been seeing a lot of Australian people, actually. There's quite a few Australians uh, here doing shows. Well, so you went all the way to Scotland to see some Australian comedians? Well, yeah. As it turns out, yeah. Brussels. Belgium. No one cares about your game. Anymore. I don't care. Yeah, no, we, we stopped talking about that, James. We're talking about Scotland. Lisbon, Portugal. What's the point of all this list? Just get to the point. I'm saying these are all these amazing cities that have not hosted Olympics. So? What's the chance of Perth ever hosting? Zero. Move on. It's well, zero, James. We're on the Perth Olympic campaign to get it here. Not happening. I don't want them here. No, this but- Perth's got enough shit on it. They'd give it to the capital city. We've hosted the Commonwealth Games. Like, London's had it three times. They didn't give it to Newcastle. Right. London's had it three times, but Chicago, uh, Chicago, New York, uh, Istanbul, uh, Sao Paulo have never hosted it once. Yeah. Well, the answer is Perth's never going to get the Olympic Games, and I don't think... they. It's like this... The public transportation Hello. system. Hi, Bryony. Hello. You're listening to uh, Harry's lady friend. Bryony, famous children's author. Bryony's just been hanging out at the Writers Festival. Did you meet anyone famous today? Are you going to show a Brizzy's email? <laughs> Chris Riddell. I don't know how to say his name. He's just re-illustrated uh, Neil Gaiman's Coraline book, but he's done heaps of books. It was cool. pretty cool. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Did you see Neil Gaiman? Was he hanging out in the yurt? No, he's not back there till later. We we met Ian Livingston yesterday. He was awesome. Who's Ian Livingston? Writer of the Fighting Fantasy series. He also started. He started up Games Workshop, and he um he was like the main, the initial distributor of D and D in to the UK and Europe. Did you ask him about D and D? Um, not specifically. He talked about D and D though. I've got yeah. a new segment for the show, and he has a games night like once a month or something with all his 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 like games nights a bit better than yeah, that. I could imagine. It has like. Or have you actually been to one? Or you just? No, he was just telling us about ah. his games nights. Okay, like you personally, or is this a talk you went to? Sorry, is this you personally, or is this like a talk you went to? Yeah, he was talking about his new book. He's just released a new fighting fantasy book. Oh, okay. I never read fighting fantasy, I have to admit. Do you want to hear my new segment? I, yep. Was it you rattling off a list of cities again? Because I'm not keen for that. <laughs> well, if you just played long, you wouldn't have taken that long. I'm trying to, trying to make a point of that. Yeah, well, you made the, the fact that London's hosted three times, but all these crazy cities have never even hosted it. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is my new segment called Welcome to the Internet. And this is where I read some, some choice comments from, uh, you know, some of our best YouTube, uh, best Redditors out there. Is this, what? Yeah, okay. Okay. So what, what do you, what do you cook over there? Is, is food different at the supermarkets, Harry? Um, yeah, uh, a little bit. Um, it's hard to find good bread. All the bread's a bit shitty. Oh, really? Although we found a couple of breakeries that are nice. Yeah, I retract that. It used to be hard to find good bread. Now we know where to buy it. They have wicked cheese. They've got so much cheese. 
I didn't think the Scottish was known for their cheese. Um, well, I suppose not much of it is Scottish cheese. There's a lot of like English and French cheese. Oh, yeah. There's just cheese everywhere. There's like shops that just sell cheese <laughs> and they stink. How's the beer situation? They have fantastic beer as well. Lots of beer and it's cheap. You can get a pint in a pub for like three pounds. Which is like $4.50. I was buying $16.50 pints at the Belgian Beer Cafe a few nights ago. $16.50? You bought more than one? It was a wedding celebration, so I proceeded to get oh, super um, drunk. Fromanda, what are they? Uh? Timanda. Timanda. How'd that go to their wedding? It was good. I wore a suit. I got oh, really drunk, and I spent for. all Friday morning vomiting my guts out. So that sixteen fifty bites hey, didn't... Nice. It added up. Did you mix drinks? I mixed the shit out of my drinks. I was pretty much out of control. <laughs> I will admit it. So is that it? Is that like fanging around? Is that done fanging for the around? Day? Done? Can yeah. We reach the end of our. No, I've got my whole new segment. What's your segment? Is it lyrics interpretation? Yeah, we've got a good one for lyrics interpretation. Suggested by a user, I think. Which user? Actually, I can't remember. Oh, James, James, this is bad fan service. James, is this more listener mail that you've been... Yeah, so this is why I want <laughs> no. access to mailbag, because you this have, keeps getting censored. You have access to it, you just don't use it. I've taught you how to do it. You oh, just, you have access to it? Yeah. Don't now that you're getting half-naked pictures of women, you're suddenly interested in being part of the podcast organisation. You're... Yeah, typical. No, we've always wanted... Yeah, because you've always been censoring the fan mail, because Zoe was tweeting and she didn't get through. No, she has never... Never sent us an email. Have you been hitting up the chip shops, Harry? I have yet to have a fish supper, Fred. Ah! Or a deep-fried Mars bar. I haven't had anything deep-fried. Harry. I guess you got to wait till winter. Uh, yeah, I figure. But, I mean, fish supper, that's, that's a summer dish. Is it? Yeah. What are you eating? It's by the beach. Apparently, I thought... Well, my uncle's saying that some parts of Scotland, in like in Glasgow, have the worst diet of the Western world. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> so you should get into it, Harry. Well, I think Glasgow's probably a step down. Ah. So you've already Edinburgh. gone... In. I thought your dad's family was from Glasgow. Yeah. yeah. You've already gone Edinburgh on him. Yeah. I'm not bagging the Glaswegians. I'm just saying, you know, that you, you prefer get the same you prefer Edinburgh food in Edinburgh as you do in in Glasgow. Yeah, I suppose they probably don't quite perfected the deep fried Mars bar quite as well as they can get one in Glasgow. True. But Campbell's gone, I'd say listeners. We just call it a night. No, I'm going to call it a night as well. I'm going to call it a night too. You can finish off the show notes without. You can just things. talk into the microphone. No. See you, Harry. Thanks for joining in. See you, Fred. I'm sorry, listeners. You can <laughs> tweet. Uh, at Campbell White, uh, at Fred Baines, or at Harry underscore yeah, and tell complain, complain that you don't get the, the rest show. of the show. That's building up viewers for next week. They know we've got show notes coming well, up. Why will they turn up next week if we don't even do a full show? Because no, to next week we're we start. haven't even done a show in two weeks, and we're not even doing a full show. Um, this is my new segment. Okay, this is welcome to the internet. This is a comment from Reddit that I've got. Uh, sometimes a situation just gets too effed up and you have to bail. 
Six years ago, I used to have an odd fetish where I'd dress up like a tomboy lesbian, hoodie, jeans, just enough makeup to make me look like a woman, go into the woman's bathroom at the mall food court, enter a stall and lightly rub my erect penis and then rub a small amount of pre-cum onto the toilet paper in each stall, enough that you'd notice it if you were looking for it, but otherwise imperceptible. Then pretend to check my makeup until a woman entered a stall. If she was unattractive, I would wait until she was finished and reapply pre-cum. If she was not, if she was hot, I would enter a stall and listen to her silently masturbate, su- listen to her and silently masturbate to the sounds she made, and the fact that I that at least a few hundred of my sperm were making contact were with her labia and vagina, and sometimes anus. And how horrified she would be if she knew this. I would then finish. James, I think this squeeze my penis. This is the internet. I'm just educating users about play. what's on Reddit. If you, uh, you know, this has got 720 points on Reddit. I would then finish squeeze my penis so my cum dribbled out into a weight of toilet paper paper instead of shooting everywhere. Then follow her out to secretly take cell phone pictures of her so that I could jerk off to them later. I did this about nine times over three days, but a week later I turned 18 and realised that if I got caught, I wouldn't get just a slap on the wrist, uh, and my identity and w- what I did would ha- have made the news instead of being legally suppressed, because I was a minor. I'd never come harder in my life and hated giving up such a great thing, but, the, but like the op, I knew it was time to move on. Op is the original poster. This is the comment he made in reply to the guy who slept with the mum of his girlfriend. <laughs> and what's the what's the question or relevance of this? No, I just want just each week I'm going to read out a, that's it. You're just going to read it out from the internet, and you can just experience the internet in. It's like an audio book of the internet. That's okay. what I'm doing. So that's uh, my new segment. Um, uh, welcome to the internet. You just read something fucked up off the internet. Yep. And not just, like, from some dodgy porn site, from, like, Reddit. Oh, because, mm. you know... Yeah. There's bits of the internet that is just totally uh, uh, normal. Yeah. Uh, let us know, mailbag at fangaround.com, or uh, you can hit us up on Twitter as fangaround. Hit it up. Find everything you need to know about us at fangaround.com. This has been the Fangaround Podcast. Uh, we'll uh, catch you later. Uh, see you, people. See you, people.